Welcome to Talking Points. I'm Dr. Michelle, and I'm so excited about my guest today, Mitchell Brown, who is uh, the host of the Hood Loves Me podcast, and he also is a insurance investment broker. So <laughs> I'm excited yeah, to have yeah. him because all this is going to tie together in just a minute. You'll see. So Mitchell, talk to yes. us. Talk, we've been friends for a long time. A long time. A long time. I mean, I don't, I, I don't want to say how long because I know you're not supposed to age a woman. Um, we'll just say that I met Michelle uh, the day after she was born. That's how long we've been friends. <laughs> it's been a long time. It's been a long time. It's been a long time. No, no, no. I'm, I, I, am, I am very pleased to be here. Um, thank you for inviting me to your platform. Um, I'm glad that you 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 feel like uh, your audience um, would want to listen to what I have to say. So thank you for that. That's actually the very reason why you're here because you have a lot to say, which is why you have the podcast, The Hood Loves Me. Tell talk to us. Tell us about how that even came to be. What inspired you to say, you know what, I'm putting this podcast together. All right. So. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll try to give you a condensed version of the long answer. Um, in college, a friend of mine, a really good friend of mine, had the idea of starting a podcast, all of us sit together, because, you know, most people hang around with, with, like, your friends, you have these goofy conversations, you are having fun in these goofy conversations, you think other people want to hear them. So um, I kind of scoffed at the idea, podcast, blah, 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 blah. Fast forward eight years later. I have this idea to start a podcast um, because um, a woman that I was seeing at the time got tired of listening to me. She said, she said that I talk about <laughs> stuff that she's not like, you know, like, I'm a, like a sports nerd. So I would have all these, I would quote all these random sports knowledge, movie quotes, all, all of that stuff. And she was like, you should start a podcast. And I was like, you know what? Since you don't want to listen to me, I found some people that do. Um, so I started the Hood Loves Me podcast, um, and I, I wanted it to be, um, kind of like my diary, just like inviting people into the mind of, um, a black man in America. Uh, we talk about, um, you know, like current event stuff, some pop culture stuff, um, sports, um, news, uh, travel. Basically, we talk about everything um, except what I do for a living because uh, it's out of compliance. Um, so anything finance related, um, I can't. I am prohibited from talking about. Uh, but we talk about everything else, and um, it's it's uh, an unfiltered approach. Um, I came up with the concept. The hood loves me. Um, I'm a relationship person, and you know most people when they see the hood loves me. They think that it's like, you know, this ghetto, whatever, pr proverbial crap that people want to throw about ghetto. Um, but it was really based off of the relationships that I have with people. Um, during the formative part of the, the podcast, I was like fortunate enough to do a lot of traveling um, and which expanded my mind. I made some great relationships with people, um, not even on this continent. And um, I, I was just kind of like amazed at how I was able to relate with so many people, even though I might've just met these people or we may have had a mutual connection or, you know, whatever the case. So the hood loves me is for everybody because 
the hood is for everybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah. So yeah, yeah. There's a hood everywhere. There's, there's a hood everywhere. In Brazil, there's a hood. In Australia, there's a hood. The hood is just like a group of people that. There's live- a hood in Princeton, New Jersey, right down the street. Yep. Yeah, there's a hood everywhere. Everywhere. And so, in essence, what you're saying is any group of people in this community, that community could love me because of whatever, whatever the things that you're talking about on your show, but not just your show. Like you said, the relationships you build, that is actually true. You have a a large network of, of people that really rock with you. And I say that because even just the conversation we had the other day, Every time I tell you, oh, this is a friend of mine, you seem to know someone someone that knows my friend. And <laughs> yeah. so, like, I'm serious. It's like, it's not six degrees of separation for you. It's like two. Yeah. So, yeah. like, there's a gift to that. So, going to that, where do you feel like you that started? Where did you notice that this was, a, this is a gift. I, people are attracted to the energy that I have. Um, you know, I'd like to say that that was something that I picked up from my mom. Um, my, my, my mom is a very, uh, gregarious woman, um, very welcoming. Um, and my mom instilled early on in my life that, um, it was never a good idea to burn bridges, regardless of, you know, what may have been the outcome of a relationship you had with somebody, um, to, to always have a good level of rapport so that uh people can respect you as a person and um you know i've i i have friendships and i'm 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 blessed that you know i can remove myself or from from one of my friendships for weeks months years whatever and then when we reconnect it's like we we saw each other yesterday you know what i mean um i would like to say that that's a talent and not a skill but it's definitely something that I worked on, um, you know, just just trying to trying to be more compassionate um, in how I relate to others. Um, I've been told that I'm a good listener. Um, I had a mentor years ago that um, said that you know 85% of communication is nonverbal, and um, a way to ingratiate yourself to people is um, give them a chance to tell you about them. Mm. Um, so, you know, I, when I speak to people, I try to listen to understand and not just listen and wait for my turn to talk. Um, and and uh, that, that goes over a lot with, with people. Um, I, in my business, Michelle, right? Uh, I have to have a skill with people. So um, I've read books. I've read like self-improvement books on how to better relate to people, how to make people like you in 90 seconds or less. Uh, there's a great book by a man named Les Giblin called Skill with People. It's maybe about 40 pages. Um, and it just talks about, you know, how not to be an asshole, basically. I don't know if I can say asshole, but, but you know, how, how to be a friendly, more welcoming person. Um, and I, I try to carry that. I try to be like optimistic. I try to be, you know, as positive as I can, even though we live in negative times. I love that. So in essence, some of it is, is gift. It's just who you are. But a part of that is um, environmental factors. Your mom has been influential in your life. And then the other aspect of it is just always kind of polishing 
getting tune-ups in that area because you know that yep. it's beneficial yep. to not just you but to other people for sure and I, I noticed that about you as well you have a large uh friendship of of guys but a even larger friendship of, of women as well is do you think it has a lot to do with what you just shared about just being a, a, a listener um well, well so my relationships that i have with um, you know, my, my female friends, most of that comes from, you know, being able to, I guess, give them a guy's opinion on whatever. Um, on so like, yeah. So what's the whatever? And, and but, so, so, so like, like, you know, women like to, to, to have a man's perspective on their relationships on, um, a pending relationship, the guy that they might be feeling or want some attention to, want to give some attention to, they just want to say, hey, can I get your opinion on X, Y, and Z? Um, I, I'm really not sure why people do that. <laughs> like, like, because like I have friends that are way better at relationships than I am, right? <laughs> um, uh, you know, it's like, like my, you know, dating life is um, unsuccessful. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh How so? um, well, <laughs> no. well well yeah right um so that's another podcast you know what I'm saying? but um i i like to i like to offer people advice based off of logic um i try to remove the emotion out of it my emotions out of it um I, in, in the past i've tried to deny my emotional side because you know it's not masculine it's not manly to be you know what i mean but um i'm hella emotional um and i i don't think there's a problem with being e emotional there's a problem if you allow your emotions to dictate your actions um so you know i just offer i guess i'm the little voice of reason on most young women's shoulders that uh trust me with their challenges and their issues i'm like hey well have you thought about it from this perspective well maybe he's not doing this maybe he's doing it and it's like oh wow i've never thought about that like yeah you're you, you're ready to you know shoot this guy's head off yeah and you didn't even you know what i mean um and that is because of the mistakes that i've made right if you're if you're a smart person you learn from your own mistakes if you're a wise person you learn from somebody else's mm -hmm. um so you know i've pretty much made every mistake you can make in dating. So I, 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 I asked my female friends, say, listen, look at me and don't be the idiot that is me. Learn from me and, you know, you'll, you'll have a better outcome. So how does that turn into the way your, your male friends, which you have a large group of male friends, how does that translate? Where is that respect factor of, yeah, you're, you're willing to tell us that you're an emotional being. I am one. I'm acting like I'm not because I have to maintain this physique. Does, does that ever play out in your, your conversations with your, your guy friends? Oh, tons. Okay. Right. Um, I mean, so there's a certain code that like a, like a, like a bro code that, you know, that like guys have and it's it's so i view it as if you're whoever it is that you're gonna be you gotta be that 
right? If you're going to be the, you know, super tough, super masculine, whatever, then be that. Um, but if you are going to be tough, be tough all the time. So don't be out here barking and yelling and like braggadocious, but you lie in your personal life. Mm. Be tough in your personal life too. Accept the consequences that come with that. Um, it's, it's, it's hard for me with my guy friends because some of my guy friends are in serious relationships, right? So, or their parents, right? Perfect example. One of my really, really, really good friends, um, he has a daughter who is a grown woman and, uh, this young woman is a lesbian. And, um, I knew of this young girl's sexual orientation and I wasn't sure if the dad knew right now it's not my place to come to him before she does to say hey bro you know you know what I mean so I was speaking to him recently and he was like yeah blah 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 blah. I'll just use a like a like a fake name yeah yeah, yeah. Lucy Lucy likes girls I don't know if you knew that Mitch and I was like I played ignorant no nah, bro I didn't I didn't even know that wow, man, that's awesome. How do you feel about that? Yeah. Um, so I, I, I try not to involve myself in people's situations that I can't relate to. For example, if one of my male friends is married, I can't give you married, I can't give you marriage advice. If, you know, one of my friends is making a poor kind of parenting choice, in my opinion, I keep that opinion to myself. I'm not a parent. You know what I mean? Why was that though? Because you may not be a married man or you may not be a parent. And I do understand that, you know, it does come across maybe a bit um, disconnected. I can't come up with the word if you're not yourself living that experience. But why can't you if you have what you think might be some wisdom? Because you did say that you could learn from some yeah. other people. Yeah. Um, just as a way to pick my battles, right? Um, you know, oftentimes we as people, we, we don't ask our friends for advice because we want their advice. We want people to co-sign our mm -hmm. BS, right? Um, so to avoid the messiness of, dude, you don't even have any kids. What are you talking about? I'm like, hey, listen, I maybe would have done something different, but you raise your daughter, you raise your son, however you want, bro. You know, I support you in that because you're my friend and I love you. Um, which is something else that I've, that not I, but we, meaning my like friend group, we've started doing to each other where we tell each other we love each other. Because we do. Yeah. Right. Um, I'm an only child. I don't have any like siblings. You know what I mean? Um, so my friends are they're like my brothers. They're like my sisters. You know what I mean? So if I'm talking to my boy Sal or my boy Steve or Sean or whoever and, you know, we go to the phone and be like, oh, I love you, bro. I love you, too, man. All right, man. Peace. You know, and, and, and like now that we've started doing that, it's it's it amazes me that we'd never did it before. Yeah, that's, it's funny. I you love I mean? to hear that you, you do that because, yeah. you know, I do that with my girlfriends, like my, my real solid girlfriends at the end of, cause they're like, to me, they're like my sisters, mm -hmm. you know? So, you know, it's, it's deeper than just someone you're 
you know, you're passing by. Yeah, you, and then there's a, I don't know how, just a feeling. You just know that you, you can't leave that conversation knowing that you didn't at least say how you were feeling. Because mm -hmm. you never mm -hmm. know, every moment isn't promised. So you want that person to at least know that you love For them. Sure. For sure. Yep. And I love yep. you to do that. Yeah, and 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 that's that's exactly why. I mean, I mean, you know, um, I've lost friends mm. that um, when our relation when 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 they ran out of time, mm. our relationship wasn't in the best place, and it was for petty nonsense. And um, you know, one of my biggest regrets is that I wasn't able to repair. We weren't able to repair our relationship. Uh, before they ran out of time um, and I don't I don't want to I don't I don't want to exist that way I don't want to I don't want to have that like I'm not saying I have to understand or you have to understand where I'm coming from or my perspective but I'm gonna let you know hey bro I disagree with that and you could disagree with me and we can still love each other we can still have a relationship we can still love each other even though we disagree with each other to me that's what adults do so how have you experienced, I guess, a moment where you had to do that after having reflected on, you know, one of the relationships you weren't able to repair and then you, you just went ahead and did it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, I, I think it's, I think it's something that we constantly have to work on, right? Like, um, you know, like earlier you kind of gave me a compliment about me going back and like doing the work and thank you for that compliment if you meant it as a compliment by the way yeah, maybe. but um <laughs> but but um um there there's a um i guess like a motivational speaker by the name of zig ziglar mm -hmm. um he has since been deceased but but he said that motivation is like bathing um you know if if today is saturday nobody cares about the shower you took on wednesday you know, did you take a shower Saturday, bro? You know what I mean? So uh, you have to constantly make sure that, yo, am I being a good friend to my friend? Am I being a good son to my mom? Am I being a good, you know, husband to my wife, a good father to my kids? Um, you got to have those by yourself meetings and do autopsies on yourself. If you can't keep yourself, if, if you can't be honest with yourself and keep yourself in check, then there's no way you could be honest with anybody um and where do you think that comes from where people aren't able to really have healthy relationships with people because they refuse to do the autopsy autopsy on themselves where does that come from Oof, that's a that's a that's a that's a very good question um okay i'll i i will talk about me um it came from a place of insecurity for me where I I saw myself differently than my actions right like okay. you know I'll just talk about our like business a little bit we met uh, through basketball right you were an excellent basketball player right now one of the ways in which you can tell that you were an excellent basketball player is you had the numbers to prove it, right? But there ain't nobody that's an excellent basketball player putting up four points a game, 
You know what I mean? You have to have that self-awareness to say, hey, listen, I know that I can be an excellent basketball player. I'm just not playing excellent basketball. So what do I need to do so that the person that I have in here and in here can be the person that's out here? Um, and once you, once I had a serious conversation with myself, um, and I found somebody to hold me accountable and I was able to hold myself accountable. Um, yeah, yeah, listen, man, the game got valleys and peaks. You're going to fail. You're not going to always get it right. Um, but as long as your trajectory and, and, and this is like a finance thing is as, Mm -hmm. as long as your progress looks like a man playing with a yo-yo while walking up the stairs, you're doing the right thing, right? As long as it's a consistent, steady climb, even though you got those dips in the middle, but you're steady climbing up. Um, I like that. It'll, it'll be good. It'll be good. So I, I had to stop buying my own brand, stop believing the garbage that I was selling to other people because I was insecure with myself. What was the point of, I guess, a tipping point where you're like, mm, I need to do something about this. Cause sometimes people don't quite recognize the signs that it's a tipping point and they just keep mm-hmm. going in that direction. Um, the, the relationships that I was having in you know, my life, um, I, I wasn't proud of them. I, 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 wasn't, I wasn't around the group of people that was conducive to the path that I wanted to be on. Um, you know, you can't, you, 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 uh, uh, um, Omar Little from The Wire said, uh, how do you plan to hang with the wolves at night when you spend all day sparring with the puppies, right? Um, you know, you, you can't send your ducks to Eagle School. Mm. You know what I mean? So if, you want to be an eagle and you want to soar with the eagles, can't hang around the ducks, bro. So if, you know, you, you want to live right or do whatever, you can't be with people that live wrong, right? And um, I was living wrong. I was, I was living foul. And the, the, the things that I was doing to myself as well as the people that I claim to care about uh, just wasn't true. Um, if, cause if I truly cared about you, then I would not be doing this to you. I wouldn't allow myself to put you in these positions to compromise our relationship. You know what I mean? Um, once I was able to start being real with, you know, myself, I was able to make amends and apologize. Hey, listen, man, I'm sorry that I did this. I'm sorry that, that I did that. And people respect you if, you know, you have the gumption to admit, Hey, you know what? I messed that up and I'm going to try to do the work to repair it. Wonderful. Uh, people respect that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So how does this translate into opportunities too? Because you have, you know, friendships that, you know, of course that in itself is amazing because you need that to kind of stay social, to stay engaged. That's, that's imperative, but there's also the benefit of networking with people and it's Mm -hmm. lucrative. Mm -hmm. How do you utilize those skills in that area of your life as well? Um, now that's honestly the easy part, right? Because, um, everything is a relationship business and, um, regardless of, you know, if it's my business, if it's the car business, if, you know, you're a public school teacher, uh, you need those relationships. You need that social, what's the word? Social equity with people, um, that 
earns you the benefit of the doubt, right? So, um, I like that. You know, the social equity with people that earns you the benefit of the doubt. For for sure, mm-hmm. for sure, right? So so like with you know my main you know business right with my investment and insurance brokerage, um, I try to educate people as to, hey, listen, I think this might be your best option, but here are some other options that might be good for you. Let let me explain to you what these mean in nine-year-old terms, um, and let's figure out which is the best option based off of the numbers you gave me. So I'm taking it off of myself because I'm not, I'm not an expert. I am not the guru of anything. Um, you gave me these numbers, I put these numbers to use, and here's the outcome. If you think my math is wrong, here's a calculator, you do the numbers yourself. Mm-hmm. If, we, if they equal, will you do business with me? Um, I, I try not to assume anything, even though it's like contradictory to all the business leaders that say assume the sale. Or, I don't wanna assume anything. I wanna, I wanna treat people the way that they treat me. And if you remember Coach Martin, Michelle, you may not remember Coach Martin, but Coach Martin, um, I learned this from him, football and like my basketball coach. Coach Martin told me years ago, he I'm said, listen, if, George, I'm sorry, Coach Martin. Yep. <laughs> he said, if you wanted to be a good, a good defender, play defense of your opponent the way you don't want it played on you. Mm. And I, like I, that. I use that. I mean, I use that then to be a, like a good defender. I was a pretty good athlete. I was a hood nice yeah. athlete. Um, but I was like, hey, well, listen, if I'm a financial professional, how do I want a financial professional to deal with me? You know, back when I was a bartender, if I'm a bartender, how, how, how do I want somebody to make my drinks? How do I want somebody to treat me, right? Um, and I've tried, I've tried my hardest. I failed, you know, like sometimes I'll be honest, but I've tried my hardest to, hey, you know, if, if I had a boyfriend, what kind of boyfriend would I want? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like, like that's how, you know, you change that. You, you, I've been called selfish. I'm an only child. I may be selfish, right? But um, um, that's how you become more selfless, trying to put yourself in other people's perspectives so you can try to see things from their vantage point. Empathy. Yeah. Keep learning. Facts. Can Facts. you learn empathy? Um, I, I believe you can. If you want, if... If, it, if there's value in it for you, right? There's value in it for me, um, not just, well, A, there's monetary value in it for me because my business operates off of referrals. Most business operates off of, you know, referrals. Never, ever, ever, Michelle, have you said, hey, Mitchell, listen, me and my friend Jackie, we went to this restaurant last week. The food was terrible. The service was even worse. Check it out. You love it. You know, never, ever, ever has that happened. If it's a good experience, however, right then people are more willing to listen to your good experience and participate in your good experience if you're telling them about this hellish existence that you just came out of no way am i going to go sign up for that right so if you know you come to people and say hey with whatever business wise relationship wise if you come to people in and you know people that are close to you and you ask them for their honest opinion and say hey listen do you think that i'm a good friend do you think that I'm a good this? Do you think that I'm a good that, right? Um, I've even gone as far as reaching out to some of my exes 
and saying, hey, listen, um, you know, I, A, I don't want you back, uh, but I, I felt like we had a good relationship and I don't want to ruin the next one. So tell me some of the things that I could have done uh, to make our experience together more enjoyable. And um, listen to it. Some of it hurts, right? But take your ego out of it. Listen to what they have to say. If you, if you truly want, if you truly value being a better person in that respect, take your ego out of it, listen to what they have to say, and do the work to try to improve it. Love that. Thank you, Mitchell. Had a great time. I did too. And please, guys, if you haven't already begun to do so, please check out the Who Loves Me podcast with Mitchell right. Brown. Fun, uh, upbeat, entertaining podcast. I, I actually enjoy listening to it every time. It doesn't even matter yeah. what episode. So again, um, thank you for being here, Mitchell. Thank and you for having me. If you have not already done so as well, please rate, subscribe, and comment on this. Um, I really love to see what you guys have to say about this podcast. Talk to you guys soon. Bye. Bye, Michelle.